0: amen and amen and amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this Abundant Life Online worship experience. Wherever you are joining us from on whatever platform you are, wherever you are in the world, I want you to know the Lord is on your side. God is with you Hallelujah. His mighty hands are around you. They are upon you, and even in this service, I do believe that God is going to do an amazing work in your life. Can somebody say amen? This will be a power and a miracle service today. It's a Holy Spirit service. Hallelujah. And uh, I want you to get something. um, uh, A prayer cloth, like a little towel, a little cloth, a a little handkerchief or whatever you can get. Get something, something that can serve as a point of contact. Get it and put it around you as the Word of God goes out. Let that thing be in the environment of the Word at some point before we close. I believe I'm going to have you lay hold on it and put your hands upon it. We're going to use it as a point of contact. To pray, we're gonna um, we're gonna speak over it, and then then I'm gonna ask you to use it, use it on, on yourself with the illness, uh, illnesses, ailments, or things that are not really right with your health. A miracle, you're believing God for with your health, your finances late. I'm gonna have you late on something that represents your finances, a wallet, a bank account statement, a, a credit card, or something. I'm going to have you late on something that represents your career. Uh, I, I, I have some babies in my in my spirit, in my view right now. Uh, some older people, some younger people, members of your families um, that that may have. Um, 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 health issues wherever they are. I want you to take those, those prayer cloths and after we're done with this service and, and, and place them on them and, and, and speak and, and anoint them with it and, and expect a miracle. Something good is coming your way. Something good is going to happen to you. The Lord is going to, is going to visit with you. The Holy Spirit is going to do an amazing work in your life. The Lord is going to do an amazing work in your family. God is going to visit you greatly. He's going to touch you. He's going to touch different issues in your life. If somebody believes that, say amen. Say, I receive that. I claim that in the name of Jesus. Whatever area, wherever you are believing God to move, wherever you are believing God to do something, breakthroughs are coming. Breakthroughs are coming. Hallelujah. The power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit will be poured out upon you today. Hallelujah. Oh, let's get into the word. I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited about the word of God today. The greater one, the greater one, the Holy Spirit uh, is, is the one we are talking about again today. And uh, from this service, I really do have a liberty in my spirit to get out there somewhere beyond the realm of what the Holy Spirit is doing within us into the realm of what he wants to do on our lives. What the anointing of the Holy Spirit has been sent to perform in our lives, the outpouring of his power. That has been released upon us. And even in this service, as we feel that anointing, and I expect miracles, I expect the supernatural. And if you do expect that with me, I want you to just gather your faith together, get all of your focus in and, and let's let's just dive into the word and then let's take the mantle of his power and let's go forth and experience signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. You are of God, little children, and you have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are of God, little children. You have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Um, You know, the New Living Translation says, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Can you put your hands on your heart this morning and say that with me, the spirit who lives in within me, is greater than the Spirit who lives in the world. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit who lives within me, is greater than Satan and all of his cohorts, the prince of this world. The Holy Spirit who lives within me is greater than anything the world can throw at me. In Jesus' mighty name. Say that one one more time. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit who lives within me is greater than anything the world can throw at me. Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit lives within us. The greater one is within us and his anointing is upon us. The greater one lives within you and his anointing Is upon you. When the Holy Spirit moved into our lives. He didn't just move into our lives. He also moved upon our lives. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon our lives. The greater one is within us. His anointing is upon us. The greater one is within us. His anointing is upon us. The greater one is within us. His anointing is upon us. us. Can you say that with me today? The greater one is within me, his anointing is upon me. The greater one is is within me, and his anointing is upon me. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit destroys every yoke. The anointing of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, His presence upon our lives. His oil that is upon our lives. That anointing destroys every yoke. In Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27, Isaiah chapter 10 and verse 27, the Bible says, in that day, Isaiah chapter 10, And verse 27, he says, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke shall be broken, taken away off from your neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Mm. It shall come to pass in that day that his burden, who is him, who is his, the spirit in the world, the prince of this world, Satan himself, it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke will be taken away from off your neck and the yoke will not just be taken away but the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The anointing of the Holy Spirit really does destroy yokes. What are yokes? Anything that creates a discomfort, inconvenience, lack of favor, or ease or peace around your life. Anything. A yoke is anything. You know how they'll put yokes on animals to restrain them? A yoke is anything that restrains you from living a life of abundance that God created you to live. A yoke is anything that limits the ease that God created for you to enjoy life with. He said in John chapter 10, uh, the enemy, the thief, he comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. He said, but I am come that you may have life and that you may have that life more abundantly. Well, when he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, he's putting yokes upon God's people. The Bible says, though, the yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 32. This one I would like to read, actually, from a couple of uh, different versions here. Isaiah chapter 32, we are talking about any kind of yoke. Any kind of yoke. It may be spiritual yoke. It may be financial yoke. It may be health yoke. It may be relationship yoke. Emotional yoke. Any kind of restraint. Any kind of limit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes, I know the Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Yes, there is a power that is released through the revelation of the Word of God. As we know the truth of the Word of God, freedom actually is manifested in our lives. Yes, yes, it is. But, but, but there is there is sometimes the Lord unleashes his power even before that complete revelation has become clear to us. Sometimes we just need a little light. And and God is giving us a little light in this service. But on the heels of that light, the power of the Holy Spirit wants to destroy yokes, wants to break limits completely, every kind of limit. Everything that subdues, restrains, limits the people of God, God wants to destroy by his anointing, by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that is what he's doing through his word in this service today. It may be yokes that we are aware of, yokes in our own personal lives, or yokes in the lives of people that are close to us. Somebody we know in the hospital, somebody we know who is dealing with some um, unfavorable situation, somebody we know who needs a turnaround, who needs a breakthrough, somebody we know who needs God to intervene, some divine intervention that is required. Somebody somewhere can use the power of God that is coming out to you today. So I want you to take that power with boldness. Let's read these scriptures here. In Isaiah chapter 32, let's read from verse 13 to... Um, Let's read from verse 13 to, uh, to verse 15, Isaiah 32 from verse 13. And um, let's, let's read it from 1st King James. I want, I want to read a couple of versions here, about three or four versions here. He said, upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars. And thorns and briars, that's not, that is not in the Garden of Eden. The garden God created for you has no thorns, has no briars. Thorns and briars and bristles and things and, and thistles are, are things that hurt, things that wound, things that that break us. It's not, it was not in the garden of Eden. It's a yoke. Upon the land of my people shall come up thorns and briars. Yea, upon all the houses of joy in the joyous city. Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. The forts and the towers shall be for dens forever. A joy of wild asses, a pasture of flocks. Until, glory to God, until. Until the spirit is poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness will become a fruitful field, and the fruitful field will become counted for a forest. Let's read this from the New Living Translation. Isaiah chapter 32, 13. For your land will be overgrown with thorns and briars. Your joyful homes and happy towns will be gone. Yeah, that's what the thief does. That's what the spirit in the world does. Your joyful homes and happy towns will be gone. You know how many joyful homes have been destroyed? How many happy towns have been destroyed because of yokes of the enemy? He said the palace and the city will be deserted. Busy towns will be empty. Wild donkeys will frolic, and flocks will graze in the empty forts and watchtowers. A place that was created to be beautiful will suddenly be, be deserted. A place created to be full of life will suddenly be full of death. will become a valley of dry bones. He said that will be until at last the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is poured out on us from heaven. Then the wilderness will become a fertile land, and the fertile field will yield bountiful crops. The wilderness will become fertile fields, and the fertile fields will yield bountiful crops and fruits. That place of dryness will will be turned around suddenly, supernaturally. That, that place of, of barrenness will suddenly become a fruitful field because the Holy Spirit is poured out upon us. Because the Holy Spirit is poured out upon us from heaven. Let's read this from the message, message translation. Oh, I love it. It says, Weep for my people's gardens and farms. That grow nothing but thistles and thorn brushes. Oh, man. Weep for my people's gardens and farms that grow nothing but thistles and thorn brushes. It's not in the garden. That's not meant to be in your garden. Cry tears, real tears for the happy homes that are no longer happy. Oh, Lord. The happy homes that are no longer happy. The merry city that is no longer merry has yokes. That's yokes. Happy homes that are no longer happy. The sound of laughter and joy has left. The sound of happiness is gone. There's no more merrymaking. No melodies of music. No bright and shiny faces. Yokes yokes. Verse 14, the royal palace is deserted. The bustling city, quiet as a morgue. Have you seen this? You notice this in some parts, some, you know, cities and in in different parts of cities, in in different parts of nations, you know, a place could have been uh, um, um, uh, thriving, bustling with life, buzzing, with joy and activity and malls every you know people can hardly you know find enough room to get in the malls and shopping centers and, and coming out going in and with joy and coming out with joy and buying things their hands full of bags and loading up their cars and 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 then suddenly you go there one day and it's all boarded up it's all run down there's no life there nobody's going in and that's that's yoke. That's a yoke. He said, the royal palace is deserted. The bustling city quiet as a morgue. The empty parks and playgrounds taken over by wild animals. Places designed for human beings taken over by wild animals. Mm. Delighted with their new home. They took over the home as a yoke a home that should be occupied by people, a home where a thriving family should be living, animals, take it over, because the people left, the people quit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, yes, verse 15, yes, weep and grieve until the spirit is poured down on us from above from heaven and the badlands desert grows crops and the fertile fields become forests your fertile fields are becoming forests today beloved your empty parks are becoming full today your playgrounds are becoming filled with little children Hallelujah. Your cities are becoming filled with life. Your families being rejuvenated again. The sound of joy and the sound of rejoicing and the sound of celebration is coming back into your home. In the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. How is it going to happen? The Holy Spirit will be poured out. The Holy Spirit will be poured out upon us. Glory to God. I want us to read this in the, um, the Tree of Life version. Oh, I really love it. The Tree of Life version. For the land of my people, where thorns and briars come up, for all the joyful houses of the jubilant city. For the palace will be abandoned. The bustling city will be deserted. The citadel and watchtower will become a wasteland forever. A delight of wild donkeys. A pasture for flocks. <laughs> Verse 15. Until the ruach of God is poured out on us from on high. Until the ruach of God is poured out on us from on high, and suddenly the desert becomes a garden again, and a garden seems like a forest. When the ruach of God is poured out upon us, the anointing will destroy the yokes, The anointing of the Holy Spirit will destroy every yoke. The anointing of the Holy Spirit will crush the work of the adversary. The anointing of the Holy Spirit will break barriers. Hallelujah. Why? Because... The Holy Spirit is your source of divine empowerment, the anointing. The Holy Spirit is your source of divine empowerment. The Holy Spirit is your unction to function. The Holy Spirit is your spiritual garment and mantle that enables you to stand in your calling and fulfill your purpose. The Holy Spirit is the true source of God's power in your life. Listen, the Holy Spirit is your source of divine empowerment. The Holy Spirit is your unction to function. He is the holy oil of God that graces your life with the skills you need to function at a high level and with ease. The Holy Spirit is the spiritual garment and mantle that enables you to stand in your calling and fulfill your purpose. You remember that man, Elisha, after, after uh, uh, his boss, prophet Elijah, left? he had asked for a double portion of his anointing and when he received a double portion of the anointing of of Elijah the bible says Elijah's mantle fell and and Elisha took that mantle and and he went to the river jordan and, and struck it and said where now is the god of Elijah and the bible says the water the waters parted that Anointing the Holy Spirit is your spiritual garment and your mantle that enables you to fulfill your purpose, stand in your calling and fulfill your purpose. The Holy Spirit is the true source of God's power and the river of God that flows within you endlessly. And when the Holy Spirit, the ruach of God, is poured out upon your life, you will never know dryness or depression again ever. It is impossible for you to experience burnout when the power, the full power of the Holy Spirit has been poured out upon you. When you are walking in close fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you can know burnout, you can know dryness, no more depression. All those things I mentioned are yokes. I hope you have your cloth ready, your handkerchief, your towel, your whatever, prayer cloth. Have them ready. Have them there. Let them be receiving the deposit of the anointing that is going out through this service today. He's your unction to function. He's the one who releases skills into your life. The skills you need to function at a high level. He's the garment, the mantle that enables you to fulfill your purpose. He's your source of divine empowerment. The Holy Spirit, the greater one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Let's see here how Jesus walked in that anointing. He's our true example. He's our most important example for how we walk in the anointing. How we operate under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The great man of God, late, the late Kenneth E. Hagen. Uh, years ago, wrote a book that he titled Understanding the Anointing. Understanding the Anointing. It was in the early 80s that that book, I think, came into Nigeria, at least into our own boarding house where I was in high school. I'll never forget it. Somebody sent us one copy of that book. And that book Passed from hand to hand. We read that book. It was only one copy. Hand to hand to hand to. And by by the time all of us Christian students who had the opportunity to read that book, you could hardly recognize that book. It was one in and out. God bless. God bless. God bless Kenneth Eagen and his ministry, his family, and the, the amazing work that the Lord used him to do in our generation. Oh, I'll never forget it. That book changed our lives. That book changed our lives. Understanding the anointing. Jesus is our perfect example for understanding the anointing. Jesus is our perfect example for learning to walk in the anointing. Look at it. Luke chapter 4. Let's let's read verse 14 and 18. Luke chapter 4, verses 14 and 18. It says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him throughout all the region. I want you to look at that. In the Amplified, Luke 4.14, in the Amplified. Then Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee. And the fame of him spread through the whole region round about. Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember, he was coming from a place of fasting. The Lord led him into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit did. Led him into a wilderness, and he went and spent time with the Lord. And when he came back, the Bible says he was full of, of course, you know after his time of fasting, Satan came and tempted him. You know, you know that story. But he, he came out full of the Holy Spirit and under the power. When you are full of the Holy Spirit, And when you are under the power of the Holy Spirit, you cannot be denied a life of miracles. You cannot be denied the supernatural. (laughs) Hallelujah. He said, Jesus went back full of and under the power of the Holy Spirit into Galilee. And he went into the temple and he took the, he took the scriptures and in verse 18, he started to say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Let's read that also. In the Amplified, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me, the anointed one, the Messiah, to preach the good news, the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. See those yokes? He has sent me forth to deliver, as delivered, to, to those he has, sent to, he has sent me forth to announce release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. These are yokes. To send forth as delivered those who are oppressed. These are yokes. Those who are downtrodden, these are yokes. Those who are bruised, these are yokes. Those who are crushed, these are yokes. Those who are broken down by calamity, these are yokes. And then to proclaim the accepted and acceptable year of the Lord, the day when salvation and the free favors of God profusely abound. Notice, consecration... And boldness are the key to demonstrating the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. I'm going to say that again. Consecration and boldness are the key to demonstrating the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Consecration, the Bible says, He came back full. Of the Holy Spirit and under the power of the Holy Spirit. Consecration was what he he got when Satan tempted him in the wilderness just before this. Turn stones to bread. Oh no. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It is written. It is written. It is written. Bow down before me. No, no, it is written. Bow down before me. I'll give you glory. No. Turn stone to bread. No. I will not engage and use the power of God and the privilege of God and his hand upon my life to benefit my flesh. To benefit my flesh. To benefit my carnal desires. No. Bow down before me and I'll give you the glory. No. I don't want the glory that comes from you. I want the glory that comes from him. The glory that comes from you will pass. It will fade away. But the glory that comes from him will last forever. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. You say you are the son of God. Jump and and let's see how the angels prove to us that that the power of God is really working. I don't have to prove anything. I'm consecrated to him. He is the one who proves it. My father, he doeth the work. I have nothing to prove. Consecration and boldness are the key to demonstrating the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. You see, you see how so much power. Let's, let's oh, hallelujah. I know, I know we have to hurry. Look at verse 32, and, and let's read verse 32 and verse, 30, verse, verse 36 in the Amplified, and they were amazed at his teaching, for his word was with authority and ability and weight and power. Where the anointing of the Holy Spirit is, where there is consecration and boldness, then there will be authority and ability and weight and power. And then he says in verse thirty-six. I'm reading this from the Amplified. And they were all amazed, and they said one to another, "What kind of talk is this? For with authority and with power he commands the foul spirit, and they come and notice he commands the foul spirit. He didn't beg them. Consecration and boldness are the key to the demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit. When you are consecrated to God and to God's will and to God's purpose and in boldness you declare the counsel of God, the Holy Spirit goes to work. The anointing of the Holy Spirit comes into manifestation. Look at it. Authority, ability, weight, and power. They are all the products of the consecration of consecration to the Holy Spirit and boldness. The Bible says he commands the foul spirit. He doesn't beg them. He commands the foul spirit. He speaks to storms, to winds. He speaks to, to the elements. He rebukes sickness. You see, he commands things to sh- take shape or to stop in, in, in their tracks. He, he changes the course of events by his authority and boldness. Well, (laughs) saints, you and I have been given that same authority and boldness just in the same way that we have been given the anointing of the Holy Spirit when we consecrate ourselves to God like Jesus did and we step out boldly like he did The anointing will destroy yokes, not just in our lives, but in the lives of other people that we come into contact with. You have your towel, you have that handkerchief, you have that prayer cloth. Get it ready, move it closer to you. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you. The greater one is within you, but his anointing is upon you. And that anointing really does destroy yokes. That anointing really does demonstrate the power of God in our lives, in your life, and in the lives of the people that the Lord brings you into contact with. And consecration and boldness are the key. Consecration and boldness. The Bible says the righteous is as bold as a lion. The righteous is as bold as a lion. When you step out in boldness and in confidence and in faith and begin to declare and begin to declare, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen. Hallelujah. The weight, look at that, authority, ability, weight, and power are all product of consecration to the Holy Spirit and boldness. The weight of the gospel, which the Holy Spirit helps us demonstrate, In our personal lives and around our lives to the world are all products of his anointing. The weight of the gospel, which the Holy Spirit helps us demonstrate in our personal lives and around our lives to the world are all products of the anointing. You know where Luke chapter 4, verse 18 came from? It came from Isaiah chapter 61. Let's go read that quickly. Isaiah chapter 61. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the outpouring of your power upon the lives of of your people. Thank you for changing things. Thank you for the outpouring of the supernatural. Oh, let's read this. I know we don't have too much time, but let's read it. Let's read Isaiah chapter 61. Let's read from verse 1, and uh, let's, let's go all the way to verse 7. I know we don't have too much time, but let's read it here. He said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to, com- to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. Ooh. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. That's the weight of the gospel. Those are the things that the power of the anointing will bring to pass in our lives and in the lives of the people that we minister to in boldness when we are consecrated to God. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And they, that's you, they shall build the old wastes. They shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the waste places, the waste cities, the desolations of many generations. And strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. Woo! And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. But you shall be named the The priests, you shall be named, you shall be named the priests of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. You will eat the riches of the Gentiles and in their glory shall you boast yourself. Verse 7, for your shame you shall have double and for confusion you will rejoice in your portion. Therefore, in your land you will possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be Unto them, you will possess the double. You will possess the double. The anointing will bring the double into your life. Oh, I love, I love the promise of the double. <laughs> I love the promise of the double. I love it. I love it. I love the promise of the double. Double anointing, double restoration, double outpouring, double riches, double wealth, double prosperity, double healing, double favor, double honor. I love the promise of the double. The anointing is bringing that promise into fruition in your life right now. The Holy Spirit is bringing you to a place of the double. For your shame, you shall have 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 double. A life of miracles, a life of signs and wonders. For your shame, you shall have double. The anointing will bring it forth. The anointing will produce it. For your shame, you shall have double. This is our season of double. Double, double, double. For your shame, you shall have double. Somebody's hearing me. Somebody's hearing me. For your shame, you shall have double. For your shame, you shall have double. for your shame, you shall have double. I have a revelation of it. I have a revelation of it. I have a a real life experience of it. Huge, huge, huge. For your shame. And I see, I see the, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is doing a work right here, right now. For your shame, you shall have double. Double. Somebody say, double is mine. Shout it out loud. Say, double is mine. Double. The double is mine. The double is mine. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm not done, but I want to close right here. Hallelujah. You have your prayer cloth, your towel, your, 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 your handkerchief, whatever it is you have. Come on, come on. Raise it up right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you shall be called the priest of our God. The anointing of the Lord is upon you. I want you to put your hands upon that prayer cloth wherever you are. Your hands, put one hand upon that prayer cloth and get as close as possible to whatever medium, whether it's a TV screen, computer screen, phone, whatever you are using to contact this service. You and I are joining together in agreement right now in the Spirit. That prayer cloth, that tower in the name of Jesus has received, is receiving a deposit of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And the double will be your portion. Everywhere you lay this this cloth, everywhere you use this cloth, miracles will happen. Miracles will happen. I want you to, in the name of Jesus, as you take this cloth. Put it on your head, put it on your body, put it on your womb, put it around your limbs, put it on your heart, put it everywhere, wherever. Take it to the hospital, take it in some sick person, some situation, get something. Put it on uh, something that represents your, your finances, your family, your ministry. Put it on some, the double for, you, for your shame. The Lord says you shall have double. You know what will happen? A life of miracles A life of miracles will be made available to you, and you will not be denied. A life of miracles. Remember what happened with Paul in Acts chapter 19 and verse 10? The Bible said this continued by the space of two years, so that all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks, and God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul, so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs, or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul through that handkerchief, through that power of prayer cloth, through that, um, uh, uh, that tower, whatever it is you are holding on to right now. Miracles, miracles, miracles in the name of Jesus. Miracles. Now go and use it in boldness. Now go and use it. Consecrate yourself to God and go and use it in boldness. Go and use it in boldness and expect something, something miraculous, something supernatural will happen in every situation. Can somebody say amen? Come on, let's begin to praise the Lord. Let's begin to bless his name. Let's begin to glorify him. Thank you, Father, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We give you praise for the demonstration of your power. Oh, we bless your holy name. Oh, we bless your holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.